Hey, welcome back to the Americhicks with Kim Munson. We are dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. Be sure and check out our website, americhicks.com. That's where we are on Facebook and Twitter as well. We're going to get right into this. Kim Gilmartin is, uh, has a real heart for children. She has a real heart for education. She has been very involved in, in uh, charter schools here in Colorado so that parents have a choice about their children's education. And uh, just last week, the LGTB Industrial Complex uh, introduced, I say, a uh, House Bill 19-1032. Interestingly enough, there was a Republican sponsor on this, Don Corum, from the uh, uh, Montrose area, and I'm going to work to try to get him on later this week to chat with him about this. But Kim Gilmartin, this particular House Bill 1032 clarifies content requirements for public schools that offer comprehensive human sexuality education. Uh, This is actually from the bill summary. And prohibit prohibits instruction from explicitly or implicitly teaching or endorsing religious ideology or sectarian tenets or doctrines, using shame-based or stigmatizing language or instructional tools, employing gender norms that would be like he-she or gender stereotypes like boy-girl, or excluding the relational or sexual experiences of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender individuals. So we are going to be using government money for this particular agenda. What's your thoughts? Thanks, Kim. Um, Yeah, so I, this was pretty shocking when we saw this bill hit, and I'd like to talk about why it is from a charter school perspective But just to sort of recap what you said, um, some of the new things in this bill are are explicitly being written out as to what can be taught and what cannot be taught in all public schools, including charter schools. So things like requiring LGBTQ practices to be taught and presented as completely normal. Um, All contraceptive methods must be taught, including all abortifacient methods. And if you do teach pregnancy outcomes, they must include abortion along with adoption and parenting. And, and the teacher must not endorse or favor one or more pregnancy outcome options over another. Um, it also strictly prohibits the teaching of any moral framework around sexual relations. And as you said, they can't incorporate any religious ideology into the teaching of that. And <clears throat> then there's the the fact that they cannot employ gender norms or gender stereotypes. I'm not really sure how you teach about sexual reproduction without that. Um, but it prohibits any public school from using any public funds to teach an abstinence program. So you can't even teach any of that. And um, the last thing is that this bill removes the requirements to use evidence-based curriculum. Instead, it says to use medically accurate curriculum. And, you know, we know that just because information is medically accurate, it doesn't mean that it's going to be effective. And so I think this is a very dangerous precedent to set. Um, I, I also want to point out that while it does, because this is, this is a very important distinction in this bill, while it does still allow parents to opt out of having their kids uh, sit in this, this is not, that's not new, that's always been there in a sex ed curriculum, and it does require the school to notify the parents of what will be taught, What's different here is that in this new bill, it specifically says that a school does not have to notify parents if they are going to teach anything about gender, gender expression, Mm -hmm. sexual orientation, Mm -hmm. 
healthy relationships if it occurs outside of the context of the sex ed curriculum. Yeah, I saw that. That was absolutely astounding in this 26-page bill. Yes, uh, because it's a little bit of a sneaky thing to put in there. And um, I'd like to talk about it from the perspective of children who are in a charter school and uh, what this means for charter schools. So I, as you know, have three children in uh, Golden View Classical Academy. I'm a board member of, of that local charter school. And what is really alarming is that this bill forces this very specific content into all charter schools. And many charter schools already have a waiver around uh, a, a certain sex ed curriculum. We charter schools, as you know, do receive uh, waivers for a lot of the content that they teach because it is different. It doesn't follow the district curriculum. And while charter schools still have to meet the state statutes and the intent of that statute as it relates to um, certain things in the curriculum, we can modify our content to align better with the school's mission, vision, and culture. For example, my own children's school, GBCA, uses an evidence-based curriculum, and character education is at the center of our culture and mission. So this helps students to build the capacity to make and abide by sound moral choices. Um, This bill, in telling us exactly what it is that we need to teach, is quite an overreach. Um, It also goes even farther, though, and this is what I really want your listeners to hear. Um, This bill goes farther by not allowing charter schools to get waivers, but also by prohibiting the Colorado State Board of Education from granting those waivers to any charter schools. Whereas in the past, charter schools do go to the Colorado State Board of Education to get certain waivers if the district will not let them have those waivers. And um, so what's happening here is it's not only taking away control from charter schools, but also taking away control from your local state board of education and from your local school districts, because this overrides all of that local control and parent control. And I believe that the legislature should not be legislature should not be in the business of prescribing curriculum. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that when the founders were talking about education for our kids, uh, in, they never even dreamed that this would be something that was be, being taught through a public education. They wanted to to empower kids to, to really the classical liberal uh, type of education that is taught like at Golden View, where you read great books and you think great thoughts and you 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 grow you want to be the the be- very best person that you can be and uh, i don't think that this sex education was ever you know supposed to be in the in the education arena this is going to make the case i think first of all that we're going to have to totally revisit uh how we fund public education in america and uh, and then secondly, I think parents will need to start to come together and put together homeschooling, um, you know, with other parents so that they can homeschool their kids, get them into private school. I am a little concerned, though, that they that this bill also puts some bumpers on parents being able to do that because it also says that if there is a cooperative, uh, and and I don't know what that means exactly, that they have to teach this curriculum as well. This is force. This is government force. This is taking away the choice for parents uh, and for school districts to to really be um, involved in what their kids are taught. And and I have to tell you, I looked at our graduation statistics in Colorado. One out of five kids does not graduate from high school 
in four years. It seems to me like that that is something the legislature should be focused on instead of this whole LGTB um, Q agenda. Now, one other thing, um, and Kim, we're going to have to drop. First of all, I just want to say thank you for bringing this to my attention. And let's stay on top of this. We've got to figure out what to do about it. Yes. And would you mind if I just gave people a few uh, action items of what they can do? If they yes, want to help? that would be awesome. Okay. Well, we want everybody should email their local school boards first and just ask them to oppose this bill as it removes their autonomy as a local governing board. Um, they should email them. Uh, it's been it's been assigned. This bill has been assigned to the Health and Insurance Committee, so people need to email all the members of that committee. They need to email their state email call or write their senators and representatives. They need to be overwhelmed by the parental outrage here and make sure that if they're emailing that they include bill number HB 19-1032 in their communication. And then the hearing for this, uh, where people can show up to publicly testify, is on January 30th. Um, and you have to look online to see the exact time. So, you know, honestly, given the current makeup of our um, of our legislator after this last election, I'm not sure it can be killed, but, but we could at least... T- make some huge um, progress with taking out certain things in this bill like that overriding parental control and charter options and and what's happening with the state board. Okay, well, let's stay on it, and we'll uh, keep that information out in front of people. Kim Gilmartin, stay in touch. Thank you so much.